Welcome to the Safe Space, the self-love, self-care, and self-awareness podcast. I'm Dion Stafford, reminding you to put yourself first. Thanks for tuning in. You're tuned in to the Safe Space. I am your host, Dion Stafford, and I thank you for tuning in with me. Listen, in this week's episode, we're going to talk about the effects of childhood trauma. And I'm titling this episode, Who Broke the Baby? All right, who broke the baby? I thought that would be a very befitting episode title because when a baby is first born, this is the only time in that child's life where they will be blameless, pure, innocent, and most protected and emotionally and mentally stable living in this world. Unless, of course, you want to talk about the trauma experienced by the mother during the fetal incubation period, which often happens if the mom is being abused or um, maybe a drug user or something to that nature that will, of course, affect the child in the long run. Um, But for the most part, unless those things happen, that baby is absolutely innocent right other than that you know the potential for any trauma usually won't take place until later on in life now the trauma is based on life circumstances a lot of times based you know due to the you know the parents or the caregivers um are people whom they may encounter in their new life, as well as life events and things of that nature. It could even be the environment that that child uh, is growing up in um, or growing up around uh, as well. Many of us suffer from these very traumas that I am about to mention in this podcast. And we have dealt with or we are dealing with Uh, the side effects of these traumas. And it could be something as small as being picked on as a child. It doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, something major, you know. Uh, A lot of times I think that when we experience trauma and because we survive it or we may push it to the back of our minds or, you know, we may forget about it even or think that we have forgotten about it, it still somehow affects us as a person. It still affects us as how we see life. It still affects how we deal with people in our lives, all right? And um, that's one reason why I really wanted to come and bring this topic to you guys. Feel free to leave your comments at um, Pretty Girl Media what is it? Pretty Girl Media 8372 uh, at gmail.com. Or you can leave a comment down below if you're listening uh, in any of the podcast platforms. All right. But be it may, um, these particular traumas can take place in a child's life, whether that's the loss of a loved one or um, physical or sexual, mental abuse. Um, all types of different things. And it doesn't necessarily have to happen um, when a child is a child. It also happens to adults as well, such as on-the-job bullying, uh, those types of things. Uh, physical or sexual assault can also happen as 
um, as an adult. And all of these things can cause us trauma. And that trauma has trigger points that we are unaware of a lot of times. Uh, if you ever met somebody that um, you can, they, they seem like they are normal, <laughs> but they don't mind popping off. Like they are so explosive when they get angry. That is what you call a trigger point. All right. But because of so many different kinds of trauma, that usually goes unnoticed because we think that we've gotten over it or it goes unidentified because we really aren't quite sure what it is because we think we've gotten over it. We've either pushed it to the back or we think that we have gotten over it. This becomes a part of who we are in the present day after we've grown up. That very childhood trauma or Again, maybe you didn't experience any childhood trauma. You may have not experienced any trauma until you became an adult. Um, again, you, you have to be cognizant of yourself to know that, you know, that is what that is. All right. Um, I don't mind repeating myself, but we all experience some type of trauma. All right. Um, Let's talk about some of the things to to help us understand if we are dealing with some emotional trauma, all right? Some of the emotional trauma symptoms may be uh, psychological concerns. It may be anxiety, uh, panic attacks, fear, anger, irritability, obsessiveness or obsession, uh, compulsion, <laughs> shock, disbelief, emotional um, numbing, God, it's so many of them, detachment, depression, <clears throat> also being ashamed and feeling guilty. You have, um, I can give you the best example. There are people um, who have been sexually assaulted and they think that they've gotten over it. They've put it to the back of their heads. They're, they are determined not to allow what happened to them to define them. But, you know, later on in life, they may meet the love of their life. And on their wedding night, something can take place on their wedding night during consummation that will cause a trigger. It can cause a trigger and cause them to instantly withdraw. Especially if that person is dealing with a trauma, survived um, while others didn't. So, uh, and, and in that case, it would be if someone uh, was in a car accident and everybody in the car died except them, that would be a trauma that they would probably try to get over eventually. And they may have thought that, you know, after years passed, they've gotten over it. And yet, and still, you know, there's a trigger that will come along and, bring that trauma to the surface. All right. So these are some of the things that we need to be aware of. That's why I'm always talking about, you know, letting stuff go, journaling, meditating, um, the pain body, and, and just dealing with ourselves. We got to deal with ourselves. 
sometimes it's too much for us and it's important for us to seek professional medical attention and it's okay I want to normalize therapy in the black community because I'm black and I grew up in a black community where therapy was looked down on or frowned upon. You know, what happens in the house stays in the house. What happened to you, you're going to get over it. I'm going to make sure it's not going to happen to you again and you're going to be okay and you're going to push forward. And it can do one or two things to you. Again, it can cause a a type of trauma where it will desensitize you. Meaning if you see it again, you will dismiss it. Because you're like, I survived it. It's okay. Keep going. It's all right. Or it will cause you to freak out. And you'll have this outburst, you know, where you just literally... Um, become King Kong and you just want to destroy everything within your reach. This is what childhood traumas can do if they go untreated, if they go unnoticed, and if they are not properly dealt with. All right. And it doesn't necessarily have to be, again, childhood trauma. It can be trauma experienced as an adult that will affect your life. Very important um, things to kind of consider, you know? So let's talk about trauma in the person, all right? Now, trauma can make you more vulnerable to develop mental health problems. I think that some of the trauma that I experienced not only as a child, but as well as an adult, probably more so as an adult, but accompanied definitely with some things that took place in my life as a child. Now, I know I've never spoken about some of the things that um, have been told to me as a child, but because I thought, you know, that I had gotten past it or it didn't bother me or whatever, and it didn't really even resurface until I was in therapy. And I realized that some of the things that uh, I was told kind of played a part in my adult life. You know, I was told I had a baby at 16. So I was told that, you know, I was going to be with a man and live with this man. He was going to beat me and I was going to live in the projects and I was going to have a house full of kids. And, you know, basically I wasn't going to be nothing. All right. I was told that this was by family members, people who were supposed to protect me. People who were expected to love me, guide me, nurture me, and show me the way. But these are some of the things that family members had said to me because I had a baby at 16. Okay? And I think that a lot of things that were said to me along the way as I was growing up caused me to make the decisions that I made as an adult, which caused me to become a people pleaser. I wanted everybody to be happy with me and I wanted everybody to be happy, period. So I spent a lot of time in my life going around trying to make people happy, trying to make people happy with me and not realizing it was basically causing trauma, not realizing that later on that trauma would cause me some mental health issues such as depression, 
and anxiety and dealing with fear and all these other things that come along with it. It can also be directly caused by the trauma stress disorder, which is PTSD. So if you ever uh, had someone go off to the military and they come back, all of the things that took place over there, that stuff gets locked in our brains. First of all, let me say this. Our brains are nothing but video and audio recorders. And it records every waking moment of our lives. And whatever we see, whatever we hear, whatever we experience, even all the way down to the scent or smell of something, our brains record that. And depending on what it is, if it's trauma, our brain is going to remember that. And for some people, it sets up a disorder called PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. All right. Some people misuse alcohol, drugs, or they do self-harm to cope with all of these different memories and emotions, depending on um how they were affected. The trauma may cause difficulties in their daily life. You may give me, I I give an examples, guys. So if you meet a guy, he seems nice, he seems normal. And later on in life, he starts to beat on you or she starts to beat on you. We could be vice versa. You know, it's 99.9% of the time, it's because they have had that experience in some shape, form, or fashion. You know, I know people who grew up seeing their parents beaten by their other parent, and then they grow up and become physical abusers as well. That is a trauma being exuded. I think that's a good word. That's a trauma being expressed. Then you have some people who were experienced the same thing and that trauma may have affected them differently. So the the thing about it is the trauma affects us all differently. That's why you got to be careful about how you treat people. I used to wonder what in the world is going on in a person's mind when they walk into a building and unalive people. What in the world is going on in their head? And a lot of times, it's trauma. It's trauma. I watched a TikTok video of a girl coming from her car. And you could hear the the people in the background, you know, getting, you know, alarmed because she was coming from her car. You could physically see her gun. And they were like, oh, my God, you know, she has a gun. And everybody begins to try to run to safety. And she comes in and the girl that's recording, all you can hear is screams and her, the, the girl with the gun shooting. Now, I don't know what happened on that job um, because I didn't follow the story you know, deep enough to try to figure out why she went in guns blazing. But I'm pretty sure that it had to do with some trauma. Something triggered her. And basically she's like, I don't care. It's whatever. Everybody going to get it. You know, I got the smoke. You set the fire. Here we go. And she went in guns blazing. That's trauma a lot of times, you know. That's trauma. And it doesn't necessarily have to be something to that nature. It can be 
uh, again, trauma from um, physical abuse, sexual abuse. And if you're not, if that doesn't, if you don't get that taken care of, it can set up other different things within your mind and in your body. Did you know that trauma can affect your health? It definitely can. Because trauma can turn into other emotions like hate, resentment, and things of that nature. And it can, if that takes place, if that happens, it can potentially begin to affect your health. You have people who are angry with their parent and their parent dies and they're never, ever able to get closure or ask questions or any of that. And they have that within them and it begins to set up different um, illnesses in their, in their, in their health, high blood pressure, mental illness. Okay. Heart disease, diabetes, everything that happens to us is not always um, genetics. A lot of times it's because of the things that we have endured in our life. All right. Let's talk a little bit more about uh, the different parts of the body that holds the most stress. And usually that's going to be for me, my neck and shoulders. But it can also be your hips, hands and your feet. You can carry that stress in these different types of your body, as well as your head. You may be a person that you're having a lot of headaches um, and you don't know why. It may be something that you are dealing with or have dealt with because you're having those headaches. I tell people who get diagnosed with really deadly illnesses like cancer or um, especially cancer. Um, I tell them, you know, make sure they're not harboring any um, anything against anyone within their heart, because I believe that that all the okay, I know we got food and all the other stuff that can play a part, but I also believe that sometimes the trauma that we endure also plays a part in um, our overall health. I really do. If you know anything about chakras, and one day I'm going to do a podcast on chakras uh, because I've learned so much information and so much has been made to make sense to me when you uh, talk about chakras and the importance and the purpose and function that they have in our bodies. If you get a chakra that's blocked, it can set up different illnesses within the body. It may cause you to be a, unable to speak your your truth or speak your mind and so you become docile and silent and you let people run over you you don't treat yourself well all of these different things stem from traumas this is what trauma can do and i tell people you know when you when you have a child and as you're raising that child if you're a parent that's going through something uh, be aware that whatever you're dealing with and going through that kid, whether it can walk and talk and speak or not, is going through that with you. And it will affect them. In the long run, we have to be more mindful and more cognizant again of our mental health. 
we didn't even realize how important our mental health was. I don't think until the pandemic, we really didn't. And it's, it's, we didn't even realize how important it was for us to try and seek out these traumas so that we can heal them. You know, I don't know about you, but during the pandemic, honey, I was one of the ones that went to therapy. Okay. I went through it and where I thought it was one thing, I found out it was everything. All right. I was a people pleaser. I uh, did self-loathing. I had low self-esteem. I um, body shamed myself. I mean, I went through it. I, I really did. it, And it started to come up in the decisions that I made that was affecting my life long term. You know, that could have affected my life long term. Even the choices of people that I would allow into my life. There are some people that I allowed into my life that at in this hour, I would not allow them into my life. But because I was a people pleaser, you know, I just literally, I just wanted to be liked by everybody. I wanted everybody to be happy with me. And it was all because of the trauma that I experienced as a kid, and it caused me to make, I won't say bad decisions, but wrong decisions in whom I chose to let into my life. I paid for that. I did. I paid for it. Yeah. Some um, traumas may come up as nightmares, flashbacks. They may take you back to that traumatic event. And sometimes if you're with a professional, a trained professional therapist who can take you back but bring you back to present day um that's not a bad thing but if this is something that has taken place and you really can't control it that's when it becomes a bad thing you know and furthermore you may struggle with mood swings as well as um being disoriented or confused at times, if it's really, really bad, um, which can make life really challenging just to do day-to-day tasks. It can be very, very challenging. You have people who have a chihuahua spirit. You know, a chihuahua is always, always barking, always barking, always, always talking noise, always talking noise. You know, you have people who have chihuahua spirits. They always yapping about something you know me 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 look at me look at me you know because they lacked attention as a child so now they always want to they do what I call name throwing oh yes you know I'm great friends with the mayor oh yes you know I went to school with so-and-so well oh yes you know I know so-and-so and I used to date his cousin's brother's uncle's um best friend that kind of thing that is trauma that's trauma something happened and it will affect your relationships just not just talking about boyfriend girlfriend husband wife your friendships your relationships with your children there are people who were never hugged as a kid then they have kids and then they never hug their kids. It's like a vicious cycle that sometimes just seems to never end. It just continues 
until somebody goes and gets that trauma taken care of by allowing someone to coach them or coerce them or encourage them or show them or whatever, however they do it (laughs) to get them past the trauma that they've experienced. You know, some of the symptoms of childhood trauma in adults is anger. I know people who are just angry. Sweet people will do anything for you, but ooh, if you make them mad, explosive, unresponsive, people who are, I'm not talking about just nonchalant, like, I'm talking about people who literally do not respond. They don't respond because they have no response because of whatever happened to them. Anxiety. I dealt with anxiety for really longer than what I think or what I thought rather because I, I, when I began to go through therapy, I realized that, oh my God, I've been dealing with this for a long time. I have always dealt with the fear of the unknown or the fear of the potential possibility. The fear, I've always dealt with that. Always. And I didn't realize how it was affecting my life until I went to therapy. You have people who have emotional outbursts. They may have never, they may have felt, you know, as a young adult or a kid or whatever, nobody ever listened. And the only way to get people to listen is that they have emotional outbursts. I was once not a cusser, but... When I um, had my mental breakdown, I picked up cussing. And that is a part of a trauma that I, the the trauma that probably pushed me over the edge. That is a, a, a trait that I picked up because when I'm cussing, people listen because they're not used to me cussing. They're not used to me being loud. They're not used to me dropping elf bums the way I can drop an elf bum. They're not used to it. But when I'm angry now, before, I wouldn't say anything in fear of hurting somebody's feelings or, you know, I just wasn't able to really express myself or my anger or my um, dislike to something because I was so worried about the other person and it affected me and so I picked up cursing (laughs) I was trying to tell my psychiatrist I remember my first appointment I was trying to tell him say dude I'm not trying to get off work I'm already off but he would not listen and before I could even think about what I was about to say I said, bitch, if you just shut the fuck up and listen, I'm trying to tell you. And yeah, (laughs) it went, you know, but he, he stopped and he listened. He heard, he finally, you know, shut up and heard what I have to say. And I love my, my my psychiatrist. He's wonderful. And he says that I'm his favorite patient, but, (laughs) but that was our first encounter, my first appointment, but that's how I 
was able to get people to listen. Now, I'm still in therapy, guys, so don't judge me, okay? But um, I've gotten beyond uh, a lot of the anxiety that I used to deal with. I've gotten beyond a lot of the emotional outbursts. And um, the depression is pretty much non-existent with me. I don't have a lot of panic attacks anymore. And um, yeah, I'm pretty good now. But I would say to you, if you're listening to this podcast, and I really hope I was able to voice um, and and provide enough information where you can kind of like gauge, ah, do I need some help? Everybody need help. Everybody need to be forced to go to therapy and everybody need to be forced to meditate, <laughs> in my personal opinion, because we deal with so much in our day-to-day lives. And it doesn't start as an adult. It starts as a kid and it affects us when we become adults, how we deal with things, how we see things. Yeah. The trauma of childhood trauma, well, the yeah, the childhood trauma that can take place on a child's brain can result in a varying degrees of cognitive impairment and emotional um, digression. All right. It can lead to a host of problems, including behavioral problems. Yeah. So this episode, again, who broke the baby, the effects of childhood trauma. I really hope you guys, like I said, got something out of this episode because it was uh, really, really heavy on my heart. And I really wanted to get as much information as I could out of it. Um, I mean, yeah, out to you, the listener. But yeah. These are some of the things that we need to kind of be cognizant of and be watchful with even with your own children. You know, if they have difficulty paying attention, they can't focus. You think they might have some learning disabilities or low self-esteem or impaired social skills or even if their sleep is disturbed. Get them some help. I'm your girl, Dion, and I thank you for listening. The information provided in this podcast should not be considered as medical mental health advice if you or someone you know is suffering from depression anxiety or other mental health issues please do not hesitate to seek professional help thank you for tuning in